1: Welcome to episode 8, season 8 of Pit Stop, joined this evening by Finn and Joe. Good evening, you two. Good evening. Uh, Joe, you've just got back from a uh, sevens tournament. I understand that went pretty well. Yes. So tell us briefly how you got on.
2: So um, I think we think we did pretty well. We got round right to the final of the Hampshire Cup. So there's the Hampshire Plate and the Hampshire Cup. And the cup being higher than the plate, so we came second in this rugby sevens Hampshire plate. We lost to Simmons again. Um, so we, but on the way to that, we beat teams like Churches, Lords, Wandsworth, uh, and came higher placed than the uh, PGS who won the plate. So yeah, I think we did pretty well.
1: that that that's that's very impressive. Um, some of our listeners probably don't know what rugby sevens is. So rugby sevens is. It's a seven-a-side version of rugby, and the game lasts for about 14 minutes, isn't it? Yeah. Joe, that's really impressive. So moving on to uh, news, uh, the big news today was the announcement that there are going to be 13 hypercars at Spa instead of 11, because it's going to be the debut of, well, the WEC debut of the um, the yellow Cadillac. And also the Jota Private Air 96.3 in that really fetching gold colour. As you know, I'm going to be there, so I'm particularly interested in in that bit of news. Right, so the big news, of course, um, MotoGP, first round of the weekend. Finn, what did you watch? Remind me, you watched the Sunday race. You watched the Sunday race. Joe, you don't have BT Sports, so I'm assuming you saw none of it. I do
2: have BT Sport, but I didn't watch it.
1: unbelievable wow can we have a strike? can you have a strike that might be a strike there
3: if i've got a strike for playing Fortnite, he's got a strike for doing that yeah
1: right strike one for you you got bt sport didn't watch any of the coverage that is quite appalling right so um on the saturday we had the sprint race you're probably aware this this has never happened before so we had a um half distance race on the saturday the result of that First base, Bagnaia. Second place, Martín. Third place, Mark Marquez. Fourth place, Jack Miller. Oh, um, so I've got down here reaction to sprint race. It's just going to be my reaction, isn't it? As Finn, you didn't see the sprint race. Oh, um, I, thought it was, I thought it was really good, actually. Um, it's really good race. I think there was uh, an overtake for the lead, either on the last lap or second to last lap. Bagnaia overtaking Martín. Lots of good racing.
2: And um, if Jack Miller did okay, well, I love, you know, it's, it's always a good Jack Miller.
1: Well, we're going to come on to surprises in a minute, Joe. And Jack Miller was one of the big surprises of uh, the weekend. What I liked about the sprint race is that it didn't detract from the main race at all. That was my concern beforehand, that it might take something away from the main race on the Sunday. Um, what was good is, you're probably aware that if you win... The sprint race, that doesn't count as a MotoGP win. You don't go down the records as having won a MotoGP. Also, they didn't have a podium for it either. Instead, they had a little presentation on the start-finish straight. Well, um, I'll tell you why, it's made the Saturday, it's quite a packed schedule on the Saturday because MotoGP qualifying was, I think it was at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, sprint race was at two in the afternoon. You've also got to fit in the other qualifying for motor 3 and motor 2 so the saturday has become there's an awful lot going on on motor gp saturdays um i when i go to silverstone in august i want to go on the saturday because there's so much no, going on, on the saturday of course there's I'm a sport really race well okay well I'm, well, okay well that that's fair? fair enough Finn. i think i've got to go on the saturday you, you can always pop up on the sunday can't you
3: yeah.
1: Oh, wait, are Finn? you going both days
3: then? Well, of course I'm going both days. Right, I was going
1: to say. I'm not going to go on the Saturday and come home, am I? That, that'd that be daft. Um, you never know. So, so the sprint race I thought was was really good. Moving on to the main race. Thank goodness, Finn, you saw that. Ah. Top three, wire one. Vinales, two. Buzeki, three. Right, okay. Finn star rating out of five stars what would you give it three yeah i've got to be honest i would go for three stars as well Thank you. and i've got here reaction to the race your thoughts on the race
3: um it was it got more exciting as it went on you know what i it mean did, yeah. there was the first few laps the first three laps were pretty Intense, good watch, and then it died off, and then it got much better towards the end.
1: You're right; it, it this the, the middle of the race is quite quiet, wasn't it? Yeah. You had this sort of uh, well, I say battle was off, between.
3: What's that say? He just sped off, so there was no really
1: battle. For no, part. no. Uh, well, we say Bagnaya. He didn't so much speed off because uh, Vinales stayed with him and got very close to him, but was never able to, to um, attempt an overtake. What's and as you say, lap? the end was good. No, no, the no. first and second were, were pretty close. Um, no, the third, middle third part of the race was quite quiet. Lap. Yeah, you had a really good battle for fourth place, and that was decided on the last lap. Where yeah. Zarco was, did about oh, two or three overtaking the moves in the last lap. What a guy. Now, so now, I've got to hear uh, awards. So, Finn, mm. let's go for oh, yeah,
3: okay.
1: um, the best ride of the race. Um, Before Scott. we actually decide, well, contenders. Who do you think would be contention for best rider of the race?
3: Um, uh, for me, Jairo yeah. Zarco, of course.
1: Yeah, Marco yeah. Brescchi. Yeah, and that was a bit of a surprise. That.
3: Yeah. Um, maybe Bagnaya, and maybe Vinales.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of content. I agree with all of those. Um, I'm tempted, and I think you'll agree with this, to go with Johan Zarco. I, was, those I will leave. agree,
3: but I was, I was, um, going a bit out between him and Marco because I do like him.
1: Yeah. Let let's let's go for Zarko on that because. Okay, well, we'll, go um, for Zarko then. well, let's face it. If he didn't pull off those manoeuvres on the last lap, mm. it would have been quite a. The race wouldn't have been as good. Uh, uh-huh. Now, th- th- this is the most difficult one of all. Biggest surprise of of the race. Biggest surprise, or oh, that could be of the weekend the... as well.
3: Um, oh, you well, could well, say Bezecchi uh, coming uh, third. Bezecchi on the podium. Yeah. Bezzecki,
1: Bezzecki you on the you could say that. Other surprises. You could say Vignale's coming second was a surprise, Miller. possibly.
3: Miller in the. L2 wow.
2: World. Joe. Yeah. Joe,
1: in our predictions, you mentioned Jack Miller, and I kind of laughed that off.
2: Well, I think it's because but, I, I, I asked for him every every time.
1: Yeah, but I mean, Jack Jack Miller was... <laughs> I mean, Jack Miller topped I think, I think he topped one of the three practice sessions. He was up there in qualifying. He was up there certainly in the sprint race. Um, I've, I've been... Before we... Before this recording, I was listening to the, the Crash.net podcast. wasn't able to listen to, to, to much of it. But they were making the point, I've said this before, that testing is testing. And it's only when you get to a race weekend, when you start racing, you actually see where everybody is. And, I mean, they were writing off KTM because uh, they had done so poorly in testing. And then all of a sudden, Jack Miller tops the timesheets in FP2. Um, and he does really well he does really well in in the sprint race so and also in the main race i think miller was binder and miller were i think they were fifth and sixth so you know, ktm are competitive uh, which is really good biggest surprise you could i'll tell you who's another surprise was the performance of um Oliveira
3: olivera was good
1: yeah um, he was on the the prettier the privateer Uh, I mean, who knows? He he, he might have gone on on, on to win the main race had he not been knocked off by Marquez. So he was right up there. I'm tempted to give... You might also say the performance of Marquez. Marquez taking Mm. bowl. You might say was the biggest surprise for the weekend. Yeah, maybe, but then he was also a bit
3: plonker,
1: wasn't he? He was a bit of a plonker. Who would you say were the biggest surprise, Finn? I mean, all the people I've mentioned...
3: Bezzecki on the podium for me. Okay. No one saw that coming. Uh, if I want to see the betting on So well, I think it's you're right.
1: Ridiculous. At the yeah. end, somebody did see that coming, and I mentioned that at the very end, oh, actually. saw that coming, then. Well, I kind of did, and I'll talk about that you later. Didn't. So, yeah, okay, no, I... Bezzecki on the podium, perhaps the biggest surprise. <laughs> I would be tempted to say the performance of Jack Miller and the KTM. Uh, yeah. Biggest disappointment, Finn. That um... can be... An individual or it can be a, an incident
3: uh bastionini hurting his shoulder
1: yes yeah Bastianini was taken out by um his name escapes me now Silly bloke. he was taken out in in, in the sprint race um yeah. so he didn't actually Fernandez start the main Fernandez. race so you, no. who was it i
3: feel like it was ralph Fernandez. i'm
1: pretty sure I'm right. no um so he never started the the main race so that was a, a disappointment i would argue possibly that the biggest disappointment was Marquez oh, the Yamaha's. Out Martin the Yamaha's were
3: incredibly book
1: disappointing and that's a that's a good point isn't it because mm. um quattro had the pace is is his there's no there's no he had he had the speed in the straight he was able to do good lap times but he found he. I think he got he got taken out in the sprint race, but in the main race, got a poor start, and he's not able to. If it doesn't make a good start. quattaro finds it difficult to overtake. Basically, the pace is there, but uh, yeah, it was a disappointing result for the Yamaha team.
3: Mm.
1: Finn, I'm gonna say the biggest biggest to dis- Who okay, Finn? Who, I, I would argue the biggest disappointment was Marquez taking out Martín and Oliveira, because had he not done that move, you know, Marquez, possibly, uh, Oliveira and Martín could have challenged for the lead. Yeah, So I would argue that was probably the most disappointing thing. And actually, that in taking out three three of the contenders, potential winners for the race, meant that that middle section of the race was yeah. quite uneventful. It would be more ve- uneventful had that not happened. Best moments of the race, Finn?
3: Zarko final
1: lap, without a doubt. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Zarco's final lap. We overtook two or three on the last lap. So, um, yeah, that was really, really good. Uh, you didn't see Moto2. Uh, it was a win no. for Acosta. Can it was second. Arbolino was third. That
3: was
1: Jake Dixon. Jake Dixon, uh, he got a... He, he, Qualifying didn't go his way, but unfortunately You might, I can't remember where he finished, he probably finished about fifth or something, I think. Talking points, I've got Lopez, who was disappointing, because he was my tip for the championship. Guevara didn't start, because Guevara had something called arm pump, which is a medical condition of the sort of forearm, caused by, I think, the vibration of being on a motorbike. Agura, another championship contender, he didn't start, because he injured himself on a motocross bike pre-season so th- th- yeah moving on to moto three the result was a win for holgado that was his first win munior second Moreira third you might be asking finn where was dennis on mm-hmm. um now he's moved on to the io team which if you're in the io team you're expected to win yet start from the pit lane he had some i think some mechanical issue on the warm-up that He came through to finish 10th, which is pretty good. Um, Right, so, going on to our predictions. um, Joe, you went for Miller to win, Badnaya second, Mir third. Those weren't bad predictions, as it turned out. Uh, Miller was very competitive, Badnaya won, Mir uh, crashed out in the... In the main race, you got ten points for that. Myself, I had Bastianini. We didn't even start the main race to win. Badnaya second, Quattararo third. So I only got ten points for that. But the winner this week was Finn. Bagnai to Yep, to win. That obviously happened.
0: Yep.
1: You had Bastianini second, but you have Vignale's third. You predicted Vignale's podium. That gave you thirty-five points. Absolutely, absolutely um, so. so table, Ed remains in fourth place. Joe, you've you're on sixty points. Finn's overtaken you and is now on sixty-five points. I'm in the lead with five points. You're in second place. Here. You are. Got last a so you last second.
3: Unbelievable.
1: You, you've done pretty well there. Um, now, there's, there's a lot going on this weekend because we got Australia F1 and obviously, mm. and we got another second round of the MotoGP. Um, let's do the. MotoGP GP first. What I have to say though is there's no pole Espargaro racing in MotoGP G P this weekend. Finn, do oh. you know why? Do you know
3: why? I, do, you know I, why? I do like him. I he had
1: know. he had an horrendous crash in um I think it was free practice. Or was it qualifying? I think it was free practice. Um and he was not a normal part of it circuit to, to to crash at but he ended up sort of um being thrown like a rag doll off his bike through the gravel trap and he hit the the tire wall he's got jaw and i think back injuries he's going to be out for some time so that was a really serious incident marquez is out because he injured himself in that crash bastinini injured in the crash in the sprint race he's out as well Oliveira is out as well because of the crash with Marquez. So those four aren't in it. Uh, also remember that Mia has got a long lap penalty as a result of his clash with Quatteruaro. So bear those things in mind. Joe, let's go with you first. Where is it? Is it important? It's in Argentina. Oh, I've got okay. Oh. That's pretty cool. Joe, so what are your MotoGP predictions be? Bearing in my mind, I've just said about four of them. So we've got a depleted field in Argentina.
2: Joe, who are you going uh, for? Yeah. Um Yeah. Well, it's quite repetitive, isn't it, this MotoGP? Um, no, it's not. Well, Bastianini.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, no, you can't. He's not taking part. Oh, bar.
0: Marquez.
2: Mark Marquez. He's injured. Oh, bloody
1: hell. Who He's injured. Part He's not taking God either. What? What's that? Quattuoro, Marquez
2: is out as well. He's okay, Vanya Quattuoro. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then could I go, Jorge Martin?
1: Yes, those three will all be racing. Um, that's pretty good. I'll talk about your predictions after I've done mine. Finn.
3: Oh, uh, okay. I'll go for uh, Vinales is third again yeah no sorry sorry can i take that back
1: you can you can take that back
3: Oliveira third
1: uh he's not in it he's injured all
3: right okay so vinales third they're
1: all injured these riders
3: vinales is injured no yeah vinales no, Olivero is injured.
1: vinales third yeah.
3: uh alayas bagra second and yeah to win
1: right okay me i'm gonna go slightly different here um i'm gonna go oh gosh let's go for this uh this is high risk but let's go this is really high risk i know i'm gonna go martin to win what? Hogan. i'm gonna go uh alicia spargaro second and Vinales third. That You're is high risk.
3: Me. You're copying me, aren't you, boy?
1: Well, the, I'll tell you the reason why I've gone for Vigne- uh, for Alexis Bargero second is that he won last year. I
3: know.
1: So I think the, the Aprilians should be competitive. Martín was second last year. I, I just hope Bagnaya slips up. Now, bearing in mind Bastianini didn't compete in uh, well, he did well. He didn't compete in the sprint race, in the main race uh, in Portugal, and he's out for this weekend. Um, and Marquez is out as well. Yeah. The question is, is the championship already settled? No, Badnaya's got maximum points. Is the championship over already? So Bassinini will miss you know, two motor GPs. It's going to be very difficult for Bassinini to to mount a, a challenge if he's missed two rounds. I
3: well, be fair, Bagnaia did go and like pull back 90 points last year didn't he so
1: you never know I know but they're on the same bike so Bagnaia has to I think slip up at some stage in order for anybody else to challenge him I think. I'm rather hoping that might happen this weekend. Um Joe uh, your predictions are pretty sound. I would love to see that yeah I mean Bagnaia one obviously is strong, Martin third is strong, Quattaroro if he gets a good start he could come second so Joe, those are pretty sound. Good. Um, let's move on to Australia. Um, be nice to—I tell you what. What's nice, Joe? Be nice to have a race uh, in the in the daylight. No,
3: I'm
1: not. I don't I'm like, it. I don't like watching system. these dark forlorn cars racing at night because you can hardly see them. <laughs> so, Joe, um, F1. What do you got? I'm going
2: to go Verstappen, Perez, Russell.
1: Verstappen, Perez, Russell. Those look very sound to me.
3: Finn?
1: Perez, Verstappen, Alonso. Verstappen, Alonso. I'm going to go for Verstappen, Perez, Alonso. Oh, my God. Which I reckon... Well, it's... Let's face it, it's probably going to happen, isn't it? Probably going to be a Red Bull 1-2-3 again. Um, so, well, yeah, but let's face it, the Aston Martin is basically a green Red Bull. Um, now, I mentioned earlier uh, about Bersiecki. Nobody saw Bersiecki coming third. Now, I, I can talk about this now because, you know, St. John's no longer exists. But... Um, I, I, what, what I tend to do for MotoGPs, I tend to have a little bit of a flutter on the bookies. So I have like a 10 pound bet every single MotoGP. So only 10 pounds and I go for what are called doubles. So I so I put a, a bet on the MotoGP and Moto2. And what I did was um, I had two doubles. It only came to 10 pounds and my doubles were, I went for, I think one double was, I went for Busecki in GP and in Moto2, I went for Gonzalez, and my other double, I went for, it was all the Vs, I went for Vinales in GP and Vietti in Moto2. Now, you never expect to win, I, I just enjoy enjoy doing it, but I got Busecki on the podium, and I got Vinales on the podium as well, so I did predict those, the only trouble is that the, the other part of the bets, Gonzalez was fourth, so that didn't do anything. And Vietti, I'm really, I kicked myself here. I didn't know that Vietti had a, a long lap penalty carried over from last season. Had I known that, I wouldn't have put money on Vietti. Um, so I, I was slightly annoyed about that. But I, I did predict, yes. I say predict, I had money on Bezecchi and Vignale's getting on the podium. Um, and they did. Uh, so there we go. Um, on the subject of documentaries, now Joe and Finn, you both have BT Sport, don't you? I know you do. You told me you do. I watched a very good documentary on Sunday. In fact, it was it it, it was brought out on Sunday about Barry Sheen. Who, I'm no. going to ask Joe. Have you heard? Have you heard of Barry Sheen? No. Finn? No. Finn. Barry Sheen was the well. I say not MotoGP no, champion. No. It was called the 500s no he's British chap Barry Sheen he was the 500cc world champion in 1976 1977 yeah, yeah, so when yeah, I say yeah. 500cc world champion we're talking about MotoGP champion back in the 70s um bit of a character Barry Sheen definitely worth watching what was remarkable about Barry Sheen is he had two very bad accidents one at Daytona and one at Silverstone and He had lots and lots of metal pins in his legs and arms to to fix his broken bones. Um, But he he was also, yeah, very much uh, a character. Definitely worth watching. So BT Sport documentaries, which are excellent, I strongly recommend you watch the one uh, about Barry Sheen. I reckon we're pretty much done. I reckon we're done there, unless you want to say anything else you want to bring up, I can't even see Finn, nothing else to Say we'll leave it there, lots to talk about next week, so obviously I'm relying, Joe I assume you're going to get up early and watch the Australian
2: Grand Prix live uh, I'll definitely watch it recorded, but I might be in Madrid,
1: well that that's good I will, I'm not going to watch any of it, so Joe I look forward to next week hearing your report yeah. on the Australian yeah, so Grand Prix I, I will watch. I won't watch
2: it live uh, so it may be ruined no on that's, fine. Social media. that's fine I'll be in uh, Madrid when happens
1: oh of course you will won't you so, yeah wow um so I look forward to hearing about the Australian Grand Prix from you I won't watch any of it at all so you'll be my only source of information Finn
3: no. hello
1: Finn try and watch the sprint race if you can from Argentina okay. are they every week Finn? well no it's it's just that they're, no they're not they tend to be like every other week but because the calendar is so congested, we occasionally have uh, motor GPs and successive weekends. So, um, yeah. So try and watch that, Finn, and we'll do our sort of awards and what have you uh, again uh, next week. Okay, we're done. So uh, until next week, it's goodbye. Goodbye.
2: The presenters were Nick, Joe, and Finn. The episode was edited and produced by Nick.
0: Planning for your next trip?
2: Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr Bird.